0: Thank you, Pastor Katie. Last week, Pastor Katie uh, kicked us off with a new sermon series, One Thing or Another, or One Thing and Then Another. And um, last week, uh, she got us started with that, with, with something. And today, I'm going to continue on with anything. Our passage of Scripture comes from Luke's Gospel, chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. Hear now the word of the Lord. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree, to see him, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out, and save the lost. This is the Word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Almighty God, you who have made possible our salvation, we give you thanks. Help us to wrestle with what we need to wrestle with in this moment so that we can hear with clarity your call to repentance so that we can see with clarity what needs to go, what needs to stay. This we pray in the name of the one who called Zacchaeus down, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And may your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. Amen. So Zacchaeus goes from being a sinner, shimmying up a tree to catch a glimpse of Jesus walking by, to being a shining example of what it means to be saved by grace, and he does so quickly, instantaneously, rapidly. Zacchaeus goes from being one who is once lost to now found, and like I said, that transformation is is rapid, but it's also unexpected and scandalous. You see, Jesus is passing through Jericho, and Zacchaeus really wants to catch a glimpse of this Jesus. So he shimmies up the tree just to catch a glimpse of him, just to see him. But Jesus stops underneath the tree and looks up at the little man on the limb and says to him, Zacchaeus, come down out of the tree. I must go to your house today. And you see, that, that's the scandalous part. That's the scandal of it all is that Jesus, this This alleged holy man, he offends the other alleged holy people when he invites himself to the home of Zacchaeus. And why is it scandalous? Because Zacchaeus is Zacchaeus, he has a reputation, he is a well known sinner. He prowls on the poor. He is a a tax collector who, by methods of of fraud and and coercion, extorts money from people who cannot afford to be extorted. So Jesus, who is obviously the, the, the local celebrity in this passage, Jesus has chosen to reward the vilest person in town by offering to go to his house. Jesus is rewarding the vilest person in town by making himself present at Zacchaeus' table. And the religious people, they can't stand it. They had carved out some time from their day to go and see Jesus, and he picks to go to hang out with Zacchaeus. And so they grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. How dare he choose this super rich thief of a sinner over us? Scandalous. What I find most compelling about this story is not the grumble, 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 but it's just the way in which that just upon hearing Jesus say his name, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus' life changes in that instant. Just through hearing Jesus say his name, Zacchaeus repents. His life does a 180. And what's weird is that Jesus doesn't say Zacchaeus repent he just says Zacchaeus come down from there let's go to your house and and that's all it takes is is that and and Zacchaeus repents he he does that 180 willingly on his own without being called to it all Jesus said was come down And, and Zacchaeus jumps out of the tree with gratitude scripture says he was happy to welcome Jesus but not only does he jump out of the tree with gratitude and, and, and welcome Jesus, but then he does something that's really unexpected. He offers to sell half his stuff. Now, I know a lot of you are like me. We like our stuff. The storage industry is a billion-dollar industry because we like our stuff. They hear that Zacchaeus offers to sell half his stuff and then take the proceeds and give it to the poor. He's given up his stuff and then the proceeds from his stuff. And then he takes things a step further. He says, if I have defrauded anyone at any time, I'll pay it back times four. So now we're getting into his stuff, the proceeds from his stuff, and his savings. Anything, he says. If I've defrauded anyone for anything, anything, paying it back times four. Half my stuff, money to the poor. This is rapid and radical repentance, and it's really for real. And so Zacchaeus, in his radically rapid repentance, says to Jesus, anything that I've done wrong, anything that keeps me from being how you want me to be, I want to make it right. I want to rid myself of the wrong, and I want to rid myself of the stuff stuff that I prioritize in life over you. Rid. Rid. What a great example. You know, righting wrongs is important. We should prioritize that. But since we still find ourselves in a world of stuff, you know, stuff, stuff that distracts us from the life that Jesus has called us to, we're going to focus the rest of our time together in talking about the removal of the things, the removing of anything from our life that is a stumbling block, the removing of anything that keeps us from being truly close to God, the stumbling blocks, oh, they are aplenty. <laughs> so what is your anything? What is your anything? What is... You're a thing that needs to be sold off, written out. What is your anything that needs to be dismissed from your life so that you can come to a point of radical repentance and be more like God has created you to be? What needs to go so that you can truly welcome Jesus in? For Zacchaeus, it was ill-gotten gain and an abundance of stuff that cluttered his closet and contaminated his spirit. What is it for you? What needs to go? How cluttered is your closet? How is it with your soul? My best friend Kyle is—he's uh, a really great guy, and I would also go so far to say that he's a really great dad too. Uh, but Kyle, like most of us who parent, would definitely disagree with the, the, the term "great" to describe his parenting, but. I think he's great. Many years ago when our kids were, were quite small, Kyle told me about his practice with his kids and toys and it was shocking to me. If there's one thing that a child loves, if there's one thing that matters to a kid, it's, it's a toy, right? That's their stuff. You know, I love some toys. But you see, Kyle's practice was after a birthday or after Christmas, the kids would be given a bag. And their job was to go to the toy chest or the toy closet or wherever toys may be stored and they were to take the bag and they were to get rid of the excess. You can imagine, kids did not enjoy this practice. And to promote good counting, Kyle would tell them the number of toys that they were allowed to keep. Five. Keep your five favorites. Everything else goes in the bag. I said my friend was a great dad, but after saying that out loud, I don't know. It's kind of harsh, <laughs> but no, actually, it's, it's good parenting. You see, we live in a world where we are led to believe that we can have all the things, all the things, anything. How important is it to say anything may possibly be yours, but it all comes at a cost of getting rid of something else? How important it is to say, you must prioritize what you want the most and get rid of the things that are low on the priority list so that the things that are high on the priority list can be given the proper amount of attention. Whoa. So what do we need to throw in the bag? What do we need to throw in the bag and what do we need to keep? It's true, we can only give a handful of things our best attention. And since that is true, since we can only give a handful of things our best attention, what do we need to throw out so that we can give the things that matter the attention they deserve? What do we prioritize? If we say that following Jesus is priority number one, is there evidence with our closets and our souls to back up such a claim? What do we need to throw in the bag? What kind of repentance is required of us so that we can truly be closer to God like Zacchaeus? What stuff needs to go? To quote the the great late Clarence Jordan, what we need more than goods is God. And what we need more than making a living is making a life. So anything, and I mean anything, that is preventing you from living a truly abundant life in Christ, it has got to go, whatever it is. And not just material, but immaterial. We also carry around a lot of immaterial stuff, bitterness, hatred, resentment, selfishness. needs to go out of the closet, What needs to go from the soul, whatever it is, it's got to go, it's got to go, repent, salvation has come to this house today, salvation has come to this house today because, and only because, the one that we yearn to be close to, the one we long to look in the face. The one who calls us down from our faraway trees has become low like one of us, and he has called us to live a life like he lived, a life like he lived, humbly, not grumbly. As Jesus told Zacchaeus, the Son of Man has come to seek out and save the lost, So let us lose the things, rid ourselves of the things that we know need to go. We know what needs to go. Let's let it go. So that we who are lost may truly be found. And so that one day we may join Zacchaeus at Jesus' table where we feast at his heavenly banquet. Let us pray. God, thank you for the example of Zacchaeus who willingly lets go of his distractions, of his stumbling blocks, so that he may be more like you. Lord, help us to do the same. It is in the name of Christ that we pray and all God's people say.